Welcome back to Four Wins in June. Today's Friday, January 27th. We have a lot of NBA action to unpack. But first, let's introduce our new our guest, Jack. Yeah, he's uh, done a lot in sports. He's worked with uh, big student sections, worked with athletic departments, uh, big teams. So he knows a thing or two about how organizations are run. And he's also a big Nuggets fan. So the Nuggets being the number one team in the West right now, we want to bring him on and, and talk about how good they're doing. So welcome to the pod, Jandy. Thanks, boy. Excited to be here. Excited to engage in some friendly NBA banter. Uh, yes. And my claim to fame is being a Nuggets fan. That is for sure. Nuggets are pretty good right now. If I had to choose a team in the West to cheer for, it would be the Nuggets. So I respect it. I mean, we are kind of biased because we lived there for two years. Yeah, now. we did. That would be our second team, right? Denver is a beautiful city. It's a beautiful county. All the cities around it are amazing. So shout out to Colorado. It's great. It's a great place. Mile high. Mile high, baby. So we want to start off with recognizing greatness. LeBron did it, 40 point, points against every team. It came against the Clippers and the big loss. Yep, Tyron Lue still like 8-0 against LeBron and the Lakers, so shout out Tyron Lue for getting the dub, but 40 points against every organization is kind of crazy. So as much as I hate to say it, shout out LeBron. And he's nearing on his uh, the first all-time points, so maybe mm-hmm. next couple weeks he'll get that before the All-Star game maybe maybe oh 100 i'll get it here next week so i'm not confident that so that's coming up that's going to be a big day when he does that um speaking of the clippers though this they still beat lebron even though he got 40 and the clippers have been rolling recently just a little shout out to them yeah nice little win streak they're getting their guys healthy luke Kennard came back and actually was starting last night he played really well it was the spurs but they did play really well but it's nice to see Kawhi and Paul George healthy and playing. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really do that a lot. Yeah. But uh, we also had another person go off, Dame Dalla, Dame yeah. Time. Jack loves watching Dame lose in the playoffs. <laughs> the Nuggets have handed them a bunch of L's recently. They've also handed us a lot of L's. So it's good to see Dame back, though. The Blazers are exceeding expectations, I would say. I thought they were going to be horrible, horrible. So Yeah. They really are, you know, utilizing Jeremy Grant. I think um, they're they're a lottery or not a lottery. What is it the um, the play-in tournament? Or I think they're a play-in tournament team. You know. Yeah, they could. Well, as dense as the West is, they could sneak up to six. All they need to do is go on a run. They're only three games behind the Mavericks right now for sixth. So they could do it. Just have to have a good hot week to end the season. They could avoid the play-in entirely. Yeah, maybe if Dame keeps dropping 60-point games, he, mm-hmm. they'll get there. But Yeah, um, which the record for 60-point games, he's tied for third now with uh, with Harden and one other player. But the top two are Kobe has six, and Will Chamberlain is like 32, which <laughs> no one's touching 32. No, yeah. Well, there's something else. I mean, insane. we don't know if he actually scored 100, but I believe it. Yeah. When he's that tall and you just have no one else, like uh, J.J. Reddick said, firefighters and, and policemen yeah. you're playing against or whatever. Yeah, politicians, policemen, whatever. <laughs> so, shout out to J.J. Shout out to Dan for that awesome performance against the Jazz. Everyone likes going off against the Jazz for some reason. Um, the Jazz and the Bulls. Yeah, the Jazz and the Bulls. But the game of the week, in my opinion, was the, the Net Sixers game. It was Ben Simmons' return to Philly, his first game actually playing against Embiid. They were either hurt in their past matchups. So it was a lot of fun to watch. I watched the first quarter, and there was like five technicals assessed. Um, KD was live tweeting the game, which is always fun. 
Embiid was getting into it, did his classic hip thrust celebration, which I'm surprised he hasn't gotten fined yet for that. <laughs> but it was just everything you could have asked for and more from the Ben Simmons return game to Philly. About that, I thought that was funny. The announcer, I think it was like, what's his name, Iron Eagle? He was like, um, and Joel Embiid is letting the fans know he's excited. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But that was a, that was a good game. Ben Simmons, you know, he just can't really play in Philadelphia these days. Yeah. He, it's just in his head too much. But. He started out really slow, but the third quarter, he was actually really aggressive on offense, and he did play pretty well. He led a comeback with Kyrie off the, on the bench, and they almost pulled it out there at the end, but Embiid and Harden and Maxi were able to clutch out. Yeah. No lead is safe for, uh, for if you're playing against Kyrie. He's That's insane true. in the fourth. I mean, Most as fourth. the Warriors collapsed against them a couple games ago, but yeah. that was a good game. You know, we're we're in rivalry week this week, so lots of good games. Last night there was also the Knicks and Celtics. That was a good one. Yeah, I don't want to talk about much. All I gotta say is the Celtics sucked that game. They feel like dog crap. Three games slide for the Celts. Yeah, we have, we look like a team who the previous two games we just said we're gonna throw in the towel, let our guys rest. And then our mindset kind of carried over to today, last night, and it really showed. We just sucked. So, got I it. mean, in the first quarter, you guys were making everything. Yeah. And you, like, had, what, like, six threes right away? Something like that. It was, you got off to, like, a 15-point lead in the first, and then it just all went to crap. It was yeah. ugly. Which, but, got to say, the commentators, Kurt, Jinx and Jalen Brown at the end, I will not forgive you. It's true. Kevin Harley, the classic curse. He's the best at that, though. Yeah. Just need to make one to tie the game, and he said, well, he hasn't missed yet tonight, and he missed both. And they were both short. And yeah. both, you know, I feel that sometimes at the line you get a little nervous. Yeah, it's hard. I'm sure he'll bounce back, but it was, it was a rough game. Yeah, I, and talking about bouncing back, I really like the – I watched the post-game interviews with Tatum and, and Brown, mm-hmm. and what they said, they're, they're, you can just tell they're a championship-level level team because of what they're saying. Like, they, they know what they're good at, and it's the same thing. You just have to practice the, the boring repetition things to be a great team. And mm-hmm. Tatum and I think the coach, what's his name? Joe Mazzula. Joe Mazzula highlighted that. And yeah. Brown said that you know you learn from it and bounce back, and that he loves the great parts yeah. of the game and the low parts of the game. Yeah. So what he can do. Good yeah. news: we got the Lakers on Saturday. A great team to bounce back against. So I'll be excited for that one. Yeah. And, and last night, we also had uh, the Suns and the Mavericks. Uh, Luka got injured in the was his first quarter. Yeah. Uh, it appeared like no contact. I think it was just he slipped or something. Yeah, I think he might have rolled his ankle on someone's foot. Or it, it was close. But he left, didn't come back, um, which is really scary for the Mavericks. But might be a hot take. They may have played better without him. They might have. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie played really well once Luka left. They were down big, and then they came back and, and won the game. So So they had, they didn't have Luka or Wood, mm-hmm. and they still won. Dinwiddie came in clutch. So is Chris Paul a, a point fraud? I, I think so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it, was, it was cool to see them share the ball a little more. You know, you had kind of Dinwiddie take over that Luka role, but he's, he's a lot more... Explosive, I think, because Luca will play to his pace, but Dinwiddie adds that slash kind of aggressive. When he gets in that mode, he he's really good. Yeah, he can definitely lead the offense when Luca's out. So, but we all wish Luca a speedy recovery. Hope he's back on the court soon. We love watching him play. So, yeah, we'll see. He's great. 
Well, we had the All-Star starters announced uh, yeah. yesterday on TNT. Um, we want to just talk about any snubs, surprises for the starters. What do you think? Jack, anything surprising you? Yeah, you know, the obvious... Uh, snub everyone's been saying is Embiid, but I mean it's kind of hard to put Embiid over Tatum, Durant, or Giannis. I mean those are three of the five best players in the league right now. And so as much as Embiid's been doing what Embiid has been doing, uh, it's just someone had to be left off. The um, the biggest surprise for me was definitely Zion. Um, I don't know. I just I don't think he's played enough games, um, and he's looked good when he's been out there. But I feel like there were a lot of decent forwards that maybe deserved it in the west over zion i like i like seeing guys who who play games get all-star bids so that was the biggest surprise for me but other than that you know you, know, you got to have Jokic and, and curry and a lot of those guys in there i think Kyrie was fine i think a lot of guys could have been that west starter spot or east starter spot but i, I think other than that i think i was pretty good yeah i like how you bring up games play because that's usually a big factor of who's an all-star or not because you need to play games, put up stats to, to make the all-star game because it's the middle of the season, not the end of the season. Yeah, especially with the modern-day NBA and guys just on minute restrictions and sitting out lots of games and getting ready for the playoffs. I like seeing the NBA and everyone reward the guys who were out there playing every night. So Yeah, yeah who play every night and help their team win, right? Yep. They were talking about like positionless all-star voting. And I don't know about that because then it just takes away – you know, opportunities for guys that have put in work, that play their position well. You know, we can't just draft a bunch of guards, like even though the West is stacked with guards, right? You have Curry, Luka, Morant, mm-hmm. Lillard, Fox, like you can just keep going down yeah. the list. But I think that takes away from, you know, people and the, their position and what they mean to their team. Because this isn't 2K, we can't just throw the guards, a whole point guard lineup and win a championship. That's just not how basketball works. You need to have those, that diversity in play style to really have a good game that's fun to watch. For sure, for sure. Um, we all, we want to talk about our reserves, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. We all picked different reserves. Um, we had Corey pick, we had, what did, who did you pick? You picked Bam. Yeah, I picked Bam and Bede and Kyle Kuzma as my front court for the East. Um, I had Jalen Brown, who got snuffed from the starters. He should have started over Kyrie. And Hall- Tyrese Halliburton in the, for the guards. In my wild card spot, I put Harden and Julius Randle. And we all agreed, me, Jack, and Corey, well, we all agreed on Brown, Halliburton, and Bede and Randle in the East. Mm-hmm. So that, that was no dispute. But where we differ, uh, I'm not a big Harden fan. I, I just can't give it to him. I have to give it to someone who hasn't been in it before, and I think Jalen Brunson is putting in a lot of work. He's taking over for the Knicks. He really has turned them around from last year, I feel like, giving them that extra scoring and ball movement and penetration. I think he's just a great player. I think he deserves that. Um, I guess, where, where did you differ, Jack? Um, I'd, I'd like to hear Core's argument for Kuzma, because... I mean, I know the East front court kind of thins out, thins out after Embiid, but um, I I really like Randall. I like what I've been saying, and I think Nick Claxton has been a surprising bright spot for I mean the Nets. I mean he's leading the league in blocks at two point seven. Uh, he seems to be making plays in a Nets team that's been kind of just 
um, disoriented all year. I think that Claxton has actually provided something for him, and it would be fun to see him there. Um, but you would put that means you would put three Nets players. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's true, but I mean Kyrie and KD were given, um, and, and no one from the Heat. Yeah, well, even though they're a playoff team. Yeah. Well, that's fair. I that's actually fair. really respect the Claxton pick. I think yeah, he's good really one. good. I think he's in that echelon of player. But I think the most he's gonna get is I, I'd vote for him for, for defensive player of the year if it was right now. I think he's playing yeah. phenomenally. But I just don't think he's an All Star type of player. His offense is just not up to snub yet for an All Star. Um, and the reason why I pick Kuzma over people like uh, Jalen Brunson or things like that is because. The Knicks are a seven seed right now. They're one game over. They're three games over five hundred. Four games over five hundred. And so I just don't feel like the Knicks deserve two All Stars the way they're playing. And I think Randall's having a better season, even though Brunson's being talked about more because he's the new guy in town. Uh, Especially watching Randall last night. Randall hasn't played really well recently, so I think he deserves it a little more than uh, Jalen Brunson. And so with that extra spot, I was looking through the, the league. And I was deciding between either giving it to uh, Kyle Kuzma or Paolo Vanchero because I think Paolo, even though he's a rookie, he's had a really good season. Yeah. But it's maybe one year too early. And I think Kuzma, this may be one of the few years he has the opportunity to be that number one option on the Wizards right now with Beal out missing a ton of games. And so I think he, this is one chance to be an all-star, and I think he deserves it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he has been putting up good numbers, and he's, he's their best player, I think, besides... Beal, but Beal hasn't been playing. But um, we also, I just wanted to point out, we also differ with Trey Young and uh, Demar Derozan. So I I love Trey Young, and more than anything, he's an All Star game type player. He's someone who's gonna take fun shots and get the crowd involved, and so I think his numbers are good enough, and I like seeing him play in the All Star game. So. Um, that's why I put Trey Young in there, and I think the Hawks are good enough. Um, so, yeah, but that was just a little bias. I just want to see Trey Young in an All-Star jersey yeah, again. Sure. No, I, I agree that he's a flashy player, like, definitely more so than DeRozan. Um, I, I guess I was kind of in the same position trying to pick, you know, one player from one team, like the Bulls or the Hawks, because they're, they're decent teams, right? They'll, they'll be playing playoff teams, maybe. But I think that's that's a fair pick. Uh, DeRozan, it goes into. I don't know. You can't really go wrong with either of those. Uh, but let's let's switch over to the West. Uh, we all agreed on Shy SGA, Dame, Markinen, Sabonis, Fox, and Morant. So those were all agreed upon, which means that there's only one difference. Yeah, if you get a map, there's only one difference. It's the front court. Um, for all of us, the wild card spot is filled with guards because there's so many good guards in the West. Um, but for Jack and Danon, they picked Aaron Gordon of the Denver Nuggets, while I picked Anthony Davis of the Lakers. And the only reason why I picked a- Anthony Davis is because I said if he came back for All Star break and he started playing well, which he did on Wednesday, then he deserves to be an All Star because of the way he played before the injury. And so he came back on Wednesday, played really well, and so I feel like he deserves to be there. He's the type of player that fans want to see play, and he's the type of player that will put on a show and put up good numbers. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. 
I just think that you have to play. I, I kind of with Jack on, you know, playing is important. AD's definitely like an all-star player when he plays. He's insane. You can put him up there with like Giannis and, and Bede and those types of players, but he just hasn't played. And I think Aaron Gordon, like Nuggets being the number one seed in the West, mm -hmm. I mean, the West is kind of all jumbled up, but they're kind of getting some, they're kind of breaking off as, you know, a clear yeah. number one. And I think if you're, you're number one, you need to have two all-stars. And I think Aaron Gordon kind of fits that, even though he had a trash playoff last year. He was the Warriors' best player in the playoffs. <laughs> he was. He was with us. <laughs> but I respect him. I think that's a good pick. Obviously, you're biased, Jack. Yeah, I mean, obviously. But, you know, I, I think it should be a, whether it's a rule or a precedent or the norm going forward, I think the best team in each conference should be rewarded with at least two All-Stars. You yeah. know, I and obviously it could end up that... Um, by the time, you know, the All-Star game even comes, the Nuggets aren't even the best team in the West anymore. But um, I, I just, I think the best team should be rewarded with multiple players. And I love Jamal. Um, but I think Aaron Gordon has been one of the keys to the Nuggets' success this year, just the level of play that he's elevated his game to in a lot of ways. Um, and then going against Anthony Davis, I just want guys who are playing games. Yeah, I don't think he's played enough games for me um, to get that spot. But, yeah, I mean, if we're going against who's the better player, I mean, it's not even a question. It's just about sure. who's going to represent the conference and their teams in the All-Star game. And I think just Aaron Gordon has been a bigger plus for the Nuggets and has played in – I mean, he's played 44 games, so he's yeah. been there on the court. Well, and you mentioned Jamal Murray, and, you know, you would put him there – Except the West guards West are guards. just too good, yeah. So that's your spot. That's the front court is your chance, and I think Aaron, Aaron Gordon fits that pretty good. Mm -hmm. I, I want to highlight the, the Sacramento Kings real quick. They have Fox and Sabonis that are popping off right now, and I definitely think those two deserve to be all stars. They're Kings third in the the West right now. Yeah, they're going off. So yeah, yeah and equally, you know, in in baseball, they. Uh, at least they used to do it where the winner of the All-Star game would get to host the World Series. So there was something to play for in the All-Star game. The, the NBA doesn't do that. This is really just a show. And I like them feeding into storylines. I like the Kings have exceeded everyone's expectations. They're third in the West. And so give them two All-Stars. Give them Fox and Sabonis. Both those guys have had a really good years. Um, and I think they are deserving and a team like the Suns, who have disappointed, don't give them anyone and stuff like that. And so, I I, I like to see I like to see them reward kind of like a midseason rewards type thing, where it's like Aaron Gordon, you've played well for the best team in the West. Let's put you on. For sure, it's kind of like uh, Andrew Wiggins last year. Yeah, same thing. Like he was popping off the first half, but the second half fell off. But they rewarded him. And to your point about the Suns being trash, like I would say the same thing with the Warriors, except Steph Curry. Like I wouldn't put anyone yeah. except for Steph, right? Because yeah. there's just I'll not. I'll say the same it. thing with the Hawks as well. Hawks have underperformed. That's why I didn't put any Hawks on my my ballot. But one name that I wanted to bring up that we haven't been talking about is the Grizzlies are the two seed in the West, and obviously they'll probably have Jaw, who's a star uh, reserve. But I think Jaron Jackson Jr. has a case. Yep. Or Desmond Bain had a case before he got hurt. To be an all-star in, in that probably AD, AG slot 
Yeah. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. is very similar to what you talked about with Nick Claxton. He kind of anchors that Memphis defense, and when he's on the court for his off the court, you can really tell the difference. And he's definitely that player who could receive some defensive player of the year votes, but I think he just needs to stop fouling one and work on his offense too a little bit, get more consistent jump shot, and he'll be an all-star one of these years. But again, 32 games played for Jaron Jackson and 28 for Desmond Bain. Like, that's the same argument against AD, and yeah. just I don't like rewarding guys who played. Yeah, that's why I didn't put them on ballot because they haven't hurt, but I just want to give a, some respect to those guys. They're playing really well. For sure. Well, we're talking about All-Stars and our star that was last year, MVP, Nikola Jokic. I think this is a good transition we can take and dive into the Nuggets a little bit because we have Jack here. Um, how do you think Jokic does what he does? It's a weird question, but, you know, he's just not, like, an extremely yeah. athletic player. He's big, right? He has the yeah. size, but, yeah. like, his passing, his touch... How do you think he does it? You know, I I find incredible artistry in Nikola Jokic's game. And a lot of this can be the same with um, Luka Doncic. I feel like both those guys are very similar in a lot of things they do. And the thing I love the most is they slow the game down to a speed that they can operate at. And in a league that if you go and watch year by year some game play of just gameplay in the NBA, the league just continues to get faster and faster. And then you're seeing guys like, you know, John Wall on his prime, John Morant, De'Aaron Fox. These guys are just fast. And what Jokic and Luka do is they slow the game down. They make smart decisions. They make the best pass. They get themselves to space. They use their strength. And so it's just kind of like, it's crazy to see Luka and Jokic go against the grain while Giannis is using his athleticism and his speed and then seeing these guys slow the game down, get to space, make good passes. I just, I, I think it's incredible what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. A lot of people don't like watching it if they're casuals. But, I mean, they are legitimately two of the best three players in the league right now. Yeah. Jokic is, he's one of a kind. I don't think we've ever seen someone even close to his play style. Yeah. A big who can distribute the ball like that is insane. Most people will just say, oh, you're a big guy. Don't even worry about practicing passing. But it just comes so naturally to him. The way he reads the game, his basketball IQ is so high. And I think it just shows by the, the stats, really. Everyone talks about every single game, surviving the Jokic list minutes. Whenever he's on the bench, the Nuggets really struggle. Yep. Whenever he's on the floor, they're a generational team. An insane impact in terms of like plus, minus, and offensive rating, defensive rating, when Jokic is on the floor. Yep. Yeah, I, I like how you like bring up Luka. I feel like they're very similar players. I would say what separates Jokic from Luka is that Jokic makes his teammates better. Yeah. Um, he's able to distribute and just the flow of it. Like, Luka gets assists, right? But he's always the center of the attention. He always needs the ball. Jokic doesn't really need the ball all the time. Yep. Like, they'll feed him in the post, like but they'll kick it out. They'll run an offense. Like, Luka, it's just all on him. So that's why I like Jokic play style a little better. He's able to facilitate, and he makes his teammates better. Like people like Bones Highland, or yeah, uh, what's his Bruce Brown, yeah, right? like Caldwell Pope, just players that are you know role players. He he brings them up. Yeah. And I also I think Jokic, he, I think he gets a bad rap where people say that Jokic can't play defense, and I think he strategically plays defense. I mean, there's a lot of times where Jokic will get blown by, and you're like, okay, this dude can't even move his feet, but. You know, he 
is he's got 1.4 steals per game right now, which is 14th in the NBA. Now he's playing a lot of minutes, and that goes into it. But the so guys, the guys around him, he's 14th. 13th is Ben Simmons, and 15th is Drew Holiday, who are both former defensive uh, first teamers. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's really, you know, he he is so smart with he how he. More than Drew Holiday. He has more than Drew That's Holiday. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, yeah, Drew is known for his for his defense yeah. and stuff. And I think Jokic is so. Smart and strategic about how he uses his hands, and he'll he'll bat, jab at balls and he'll poke things away. I mean, he's got eleven rebounds per game. His positioning is incredible. I just think he sees the game differently, and he has to because the athleticism is not there. And you know, he he's not jumping high and he's not doing stuff like that. But he just his numbers are ridiculous. And then on top of that, he I mean, he's on the best team in the West. So yeah. his numbers remarkable. are insane: twenty five, eleven, and ten on sixty three percent shooting. It, averaging basically a triple double, it's nine point nine assists. I stretched a little bit. Yeah, but still insane. But third in the NBA. It seems like he's doing triple doubles every day now. Yeah, he's up to sixth all time. He's only uh, less than he's fourteen behind LeBron all time. LeBron yep. has played since the dinosaurs. Yeah, and so Jokic <laughs> is he's coming up there and he's doing some things that we've never seen before. And you know this isn't this isn't Jokic's game, but. You know, he's averaging 6.3 free throws a game. Giannis is at 13.3, Embiid's at 11.7, and Luka's at 11. Those guys are all over five more free throws. I mean, that's five more free points these guys are getting. And Jokic is still uh, 16th in points per game at 25. I mean. Yeah. I mean, he's a two-time MVP. Could be a third time. He's uh, a betting favorite right now. He he is, but I I just, it's hard to give three. My my thing would be is if he if he is the best player on the best team in the NBA, yeah. give it to him. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, I think you have to give it to Tatum because he's yeah. just doing insane things as well, and we haven't seen this kind of jump from him. Jokic has been consistently playing at this level. I mean, he is an MVP. We already know that. But I feel like you know I kind of agree with Tristan Thompson the other day. He said you know let's get someone new. Like, yeah. And I, and I agree, and as much as I love Jokic, I, I don't think he will win it, and I, maybe I don't even think he should win it. I would give it to Tatum if the league ended, and I think by the end, I think Tatum will win it. Um, the problem with losing games first. The problem, with, the problem with Jokic is, you know, he's won back-to-back MVPs. There are 13 other players that have done that, and you can go throughout the list. I mean, obviously, some of the greats are on there, but then you got... You know, Nash, who's kind of one of the greater players of all time, Moses Malone, but those guys aren't like top five, ten greatest players of all time. If he would win his third straight MVP, he'd be in a group with Larry Bird, Wilt Chamberlain, and Bill Russell, who are arguably all top ten players of all time. I don't think the voters or really anyone are ready to put Jokic in a group with those three guys. Now, by the end of his career, he might be... a you know, a consensus top 15 best player of all time. But mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. we're ready to put Jokic in that category, which is unfortunate for Jokic because this is one of his best statistical seasons of all time. And unlike last the last couple years, he's on the best team in the West as well. Um, sure. So, you know, I it would, it would be pretty incredible if he won three straight. But, you know, like everyone's saying... You know, a lot of good other cases. I think Tatum deserves it, and I think Tatum will probably get it by the end of the year. And to go to your point, I think the next step, obviously, is for them to win a championship. Yep. To be in that category. 
And, and so what do you think this Nuggets team has to do to win that? Uh, we know we have Jamal and MPJ and, and Aaron Gordon, but what do you think is the key for them winning a championship? Yeah, Steph Curry retiring would be nice. That would. <laughs> I feel that one. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, I think this Nuggets team is great, but I wouldn't put any money on them winning a title this year. I mean, as long as as long as Steph Curry and Steve Kerr are still members of the Golden State Warriors, even though they've struggled, I just think come playoff time, those guys are on different levels. And then similarly, you know, I think the Bucks are really good. Uh, I would not doubt that Giannis can get the Bucks back to the title. And I don't know. I think the Nuggets haven't been there yet. You know, obviously they've been to Western Conference Final and they came up short to another one. Um, but you know, I think. I just don't think it's in the cards right now for the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are a great team. I look at them very similar to the Jazz from a couple years ago, and that team's been dis- dissolved. They're way so. the Jazz a couple years ago, I'll tell you that. No, yeah. The I mean, Jazz did not have Nikola Jokic. No. Yeah, but, I mean, they had Donovan Mitchell, who's an all-star this year. And Donovan Mitchell is He's an MVP here. candidate. Jokic is way I know, I know. But. And I could argue Jamal was playing at you know, Donovan's level. You know, yep. Like, before, before Jamal's injury, but... Yeah, I think the Nuggets... I would say they have a shot. I think they're one of the three teams in the West I think have a real shot winning championship. Those three being the, the Nuggets, the Clippers, and the Warriors. Yep. I think outside of those three, I don't really see anyone winning a championship. But I think the Nuggets' biggest asset to them is that they're the number one seed right now, and the Nuggets play really well at home. Yep. They went on a streak of, what, 14 straight at home. I think they lost to the Thunder there a couple days ago breaking that streak, but Ball Arena just goes crazy when the Nuggets are there. Yep. I know you've been to a couple of Nuggets games. Like, What are the Nuggets fans like? Why do they win so much when they play there? Um, You know, I Nuggets fans are great. Maybe the altitude. It's the altitude. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I, I can't deny it. I mean, you're not going to get this. I mean, the atmosphere is Celtics and some of those other places are way better than the Nuggets. But, yeah, it's the altitude. And that plays a role. I mean, the Nuggets are 22-4 and four at home this year. Um, that's pretty remarkable. And then if you're, if you're going to get the majority of your games in the playoffs at home, I mean, that's going to be a huge asset to the Nuggets. Um, but it's kind of interesting that, you know, I feel like the Nuggets play a, maybe a slower game because of Jokic, but teams still get gassed when they come to Denver, and it's just that altitude and that, um, you know, you'll get, you'll get gassed easier and teams aren't ready for it. So... Yeah, that's definitely an asset for the Nuggets going forward, um, and that'll play a role come playoff time as well. Would you say their uh, mascot, Rocky, has a little... Yeah, well, Rocky brings it for sure. Rocky knocks down that backwards half-court shot like 90% of the time. He does that every game. He's icy. Yeah, he's so good. That's crazy. That's insane. I mean, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. (laughs) That is true. Um, So, yeah, we have the trade deadline coming up. So, I guess what kind of moves would you want to see the Nuggets make or if you don't think they should make any moves or just run it? What are you thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the Nuggets have a whole ton of assets to give up. You know, coming into the season or coming, I guess, the end of last season, I thought the Nuggets severely lacked some second-team scoring. Mm -hmm. And I think they did. I think Bruce Brown has been a great filler in that role. And Bones Highland continues to get better, um, but you just can't kind of replicate um, the Nuggets' offense without Jokic on the court. So I think maybe just um, some more second team scoring, second team big men that can come in and just like maintain until 
Jokic is back in the game. Do we know what happened to uh, DeMarcus Cousins? Because in the playoffs last year... He was incredible. He was. Yeah, he was so good. He was their second best player, in my opinion. Yeah. And he and he replicated a lot of what Jokic was doing. I thought he was a decent passer. Did they um, just give him up or what? He's a free agent right now. They traded, they traded quote-unquote, him for DeAndre Jordan, which I don't think that makes any sense. Yeah. I just think Boogie is a... Locker room problem. I think he always has That's been true. and always will be. So, but I don't know. Sometimes you need that kind of guy on your team, like you know, like Beverly or Draymond. Yeah, like piss people off, but you do. They, there's definitely a role for an aggravator on the team on the floor to kind of get under their best player's skin. But I mean, the Warriors like Draymond, right? I don't know if the Nuggets liked. I don't know if the cousins. Warriors like Draymond. At this uh, point. No, I think I think Steph. I think Steph no. would admit that Draymond has been one of the few keys to the Warriors' no, yeah, dynasty success. like the heart and soul. They yeah. don't win a championship last year without Draymond. No, they don't yeah. win many of them. I, I, I would agree. <laughs> and they might win in 16, 70 with KD. Maybe with KD. Yeah, <laughs> the KD ones, but without KD. Yeah. And they definitely don't blow that 3-1 lead if Draymond doesn't get suspended. So. That's true. I have really hard feelings about that because <laughs> I was at Game 5 and we are all chanting, free Draymond. But. Yeah. But that would be interesting to see uh, if DeMarcus Cousins, I, I don't know, he just did so good. They should just bring him back for the playoffs, you know? Yeah. You know, I would love to see that, see the Boogie Bones combo come back. Um, but one one name that I want to talk to you about that all the Nuggets fans bring up to me all the time is Christian Braun, you guys' rookie. Yes. He's playing really well. Love Braun. He's that guy from is Kansas. Kansas, right? yeah. So what, what have you seen from him in his play style that you've liked? Yeah, I've been really impressed with his confidence. Um, very similar to Bones when he came in last year. I was just surprised that Bones was willing to play the role that he did and like be so involved so early. And I'm seeing a lot of that same thing with Christian Braun. I don't know if it's Coach Malone or something, but these guys definitely seem fit and comfortable to make shots and make plays. And I love Christian Braun's scrappy. I think the Nuggets needed a little bit more scrappiness on their team. He um, he gets steals, he makes plays, he hits shots, um, and I think he'll play a good role. We'll see if the if down the stretch the moments will get too big for him, but he he doesn't have to do that much either. So um, he definitely has a knack for putting on some highlights. Yes, he does. Sure. He has nice jelly at the rim, and he can hit the outside yeah. shot for sure. He's played really well for a rookie, so that's great for the Nuggets. Um, but you guys, I think you guys are really well-rounded roster. I agree. Maybe like one more piece off the bench to kind of solidify that scoring. But yeah, uh, KCP was a great acquisition for you guys. Yep. He's the third best three-point shooter in the league this season, uh, percentage-wise. So he's playing shooting the lights out for you guys, really helping to stretch the floor along with Jokic to clear that airspace for Aaron Gordon as well. Yep. Um, so I think you guys got a really good team if you don't make any trades or make a big splash, I think you guys will definitely have a chance to compete for a title when come June. Yeah, and I like that you brought that up about KCP because I feel like that is something we've lacked too is, you know, in the past, Jokic kicks it out to a wide-open guy, and it's Monty Morris, and I like Monty Morris, but he's just not like a spot-up three-point shooter. Yeah. And so that, well, we struggled down the stretch sometimes when teams would just kind of double and triple-team Jokic, and then the guys that were open wouldn't hit shots. So KCP's done done well in that role um you know braun hits threes a lot of these guys so you know mpj i i trust at the three-point line and same with jamal so 
just got to stay healthy. For sure. I think those are the key things. Staying healthy, playing together, they're just going to get better chemistry. Yeah. And if they get good momentum going into the playoffs and have that home court advantage, I yeah. think they can go to the, the Western Conference Finals for sure. And I, I would like a, a rematch with the Nuggets and Warriors. That's a fun series. It, it would be good. So I think the Nuggets healthy, having everyone play, it'll be a really good matchup. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just going to last thoughts about the Nuggets, maybe what your experience has cheering for them, your favorite moments, just, just a couple last thoughts about, about them. Yeah, I, you know, I remember a few years ago, um, kind of Jokic just kind of coming on the scene and Jamal starting to do his thing. And we blew gay. We were up 3-2 against the Blazers and blew that. And the Blazers ended up getting swept by the Warriors the following series. But I just kind of began to saw some of the pieces that um, the Nuggets were building around. And something that I've really liked about the Nuggets is, you know, we had... Jokic and we got Jamal and so we've been willing to take risks in the draft and in free agency on guys who could play really substantial roles for us you know I remember MPJ was going to be like a top three pick in the draft dropped because of back injuries and we got him in like the late teens mm -hmm. and we did the same thing with Bull Bull the next year you know obviously we're seeing Bull Bull is, is having some success with the Magic right now I wish we would have developed him more but it was the same type of thing where it's like Bull Bull he's kind of injury prone we don't know exactly what role he's going to play, but we're going to take him because he's dropping. You know, he's projected a top 10 pick before that. So, And the Nuggets have done very well in the draft. Um, I think they've made all the right acquisition, acquisitions kind of year to year. And that's what you have to do when you're in a small market. You know, you don't have the luxury of getting these guys in free agency like the Lakers do and the Heat do and stuff like that. So the Nuggets have built a really good team. And um, we're just going to have to see if when the moment comes – they'll be able to put it away like the Bucks did a couple years ago. Um, but I think it's possible, uh, but I'm not going to get my hopes up. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think the Nuggets are a really fun team. I love watching them. They put up some great performances the past couple of years. They're, they really just seem to be a happy team. Yeah. A lot of teams, they like the Hawks and the Suns, like they'll come out and they'll just look miserable sometimes. Yeah. I almost never see that from the Nuggets. And so they're just a really easy team to watch because they play fun, they play happy, and it's just a pleasure. Yeah, and people just, like you said, they love playing with Nikola Jokic. He makes everyone better. I mean, Aaron Gordon is an all-star solely because he just gets fed at the rim mm -hmm. from um, Nikola Jokic, and he does other things as well. I'm not trying to discredit Aaron Gordon. Yeah, and then he dunks, he dunks on people's faces. But, you know, these guys are more valuable because of – their time playing with Nicole Jokic, and I think they recognize that. Mm -hmm. For sure. I like how you mentioned that they, they build through the draft, and I think that's key for championship teams. You need to build through the draft. You can't just trade players, and it's, it's cool what the Nuggets are doing, and I hope that they, they continue this ride, and um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see them win a championship. Yeah. I mean, maybe when Steph retires, right? Yeah. <laughs> but one day. <laughs> one day. And their and their jerseys. Let's let, like. Jerseys I just want to mention their jerseys. They, yeah, they've gotten them better over the years, so that's that's nice too. Yeah, we've gone through some rough ones for sure. There's some misses, but I like the overall vibe of their jerseys. Yeah. The last five years or so, I say they're been like top three most consistent good jerseys. Yeah. So shout out Nuggets. Whoever makes your jerseys, <laughs> the Jazz might need to talk to you. Yeah. By the way, the All Star jerseys this year. 
terrible. It yeah. looked like the old city edition for the Jazz, and they just took off the Jazz and put on All Star, and just ugly. Come on, people, you guys need to do better. Yeah. Whoever's in charge of the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Jack, for joining us with uh, your Nuggets expertise. Of course. It's great talking about them. We want to get into our final segment. You know, it's betting. We're not doing pretty good for me. I came right? back after he six uh, won me or something last time. I. I came back and almost swept in. He only won one game, so I got my revenge there. It felt good. So so Ryan's at three, and I'm at one, and we have one tie. That's three-one lead, baby. Uh, so Dana let's hope he blows it. <laughs> yeah. So the first game on our, our list is Bucks at Pacers. The Bucks are minus eight and a half point favorites on the road, which is kind of crazy. That's big. But I'm still gonna go with the Bucks. I think the Bucks they need this win. They need a state statement win against a, a Pacers team who. Are still lacking Tyrese Halliburton, but I think they'll give him a run. But I think the Bucks run away with it. Okay. The next we have the Grizzlies. They're three-point favorites against the Timberwolves in Minnesota. I think the the Grizzlies are kind of on a little. Are they still on the losing streak? Like yeah, three? I don't think they've won a game yet. I think they bounce back. It's only three points, so and it's the Timberwolves. I think the Grizzlies will pull it out. Yeah, that's fair. I think the Grizzlies just have the better team, so I think they have the best shot of winning. Um, but the Timberwolves, they've been playing really well um, with Kat and Rudy out. So I think they have a, a shot of maybe if the Edwards going off, but we'll see. Um, the next game, this one is surprising to me. It's Magic at Heat. Minus, the Heat are minus eight and a half point favorites, which the Heat are at home, but it's Miami to Orlando. So their, their fan bases kind of bleed together a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bunch of Magic fans in the building as well in, in former FTX Arena. Um, the arena. The arena now. But I think I have to go with the Magic. I think that they've been playing really well lately. Even in their last loss, they they showed out and they took it to them. So I think the Heat might get a little cocky after being the Celtics on TNT on Tuesday. Um, that I think they might be a little lax. I think Bam is a little prideful right now. So I think Magic and Palo Ventura will take it to them. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next one we have is Cavs at Thunder. Uh, this is a rematch, I think. Mm -hmm. The Thunder got him last time, but I don't know if Donovan Mitchell's playing. He played last night, so. So okay. He might not play back to back, but we'll see. We'll see. But the Thunder are one and a half favorites. I think I'm gonna have to take the Cavs on that one. Ooh, that's a that's a good pick. I mean, I'll never count the Thunder. They got some good weapons over there, but I think the Cavs do pull away too. And here's the last game of the day. We just have five. Um, you gonna give it to me, Corey? Of course not, but to give it to you. I'm taking the Warriors. Warriors. No! Warriors are at home against the Raptors. They're minus five-point favorites. Um, the Warriors, they need to get above 500 again. The Raptors are kind of skidding. I think they're going to sell the deadline. I think the Warriors just smack them. Dang it. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's not another loss for me, but kind of looking like it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. A lot going on. The All-Star Game's coming up. We're going to end rivalry week on a good note, hopefully, with the Warriors win. Yeah, and Celtics snacking the Lakers again. For sure, for sure. And then, you know, sooner or later, the Super Bowl, but we don't really talk yeah, about the Nuggets football. Sixers as well, rivalry week. I didn't even know it was a rivalry. No, oh, yeah, and Bede versus Jokic. Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, players. <laughs> well, they did have the, the Ball brothers supposed to um, be a rival. Yeah, and then Lonzo's been out the whole but, year or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I think that's going to do it for Four Wins in June.
We'll yeah. see you next week. See ya.